Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. He drives it up towards the right-hand side of the field. Chance to track them to accelerate up the far wing, but certainly a man I just can't see behind the uh, the referee's shadow who was fouled he was fouled it was the left half foul Jorait Macbone he tried to take on two players there they said those shalt not pass so they've given the opportunity for Ronan Walsh to try and get a free there's going to be a track and change here it's Paul O'Riordan who's going to be replaced by number 18 Keen Quinn now we mentioned Paul O'Riordan's name very early in, in this contest because he was the man that set up the goal inside the opening minute for Michael O'Sullivan well, he's going to come off now, so that'll be a change in the forward division there. And we also have a Belly Giblin change. Number 24 is coming on here. Uh, Dylan Sheehan is going to make his way on. So both sets of selectors making their changes. It's going to be Dean Barry, the man at 15, is coming off the corner forward. So Dylan Sheehan into the attack for Dean Barry at one side of the field. Keen Quinn in for Paul O'Riordan in the Tracton side. Meantime, here we have at the far side the free for Ronan Walsh. A big free now, a difficult free it's a long way from goal. He's between the 45 and the 65. Right out the chalk, chalk dust at the sideline. So we can see, can he make it? Left-handed, he strikes it in. It'll be super point if it goes over. Drop shot. The wind was almost diagonally coming in against him as he struck it. So the clearance is executed towards the corner back by the goalkeeper. Picked up by Locke and Finn. He goes right to goals to give it to Marquine. He sends the ball. Left-handed, longer though inside. Looking for Sean O'Sullivan. The touches of the centre-back. Graham Webb has the ball though. The referee wants attention though for Keane, who just got a, a bit of a belt, I think, as he struck the ball. It was interesting to see there Finn Barr, first position. He got there really in the second half. He decided to go long. He'd been really, we'll say, the playmaker with those short, maybe 15, 20 metre pass in the first half. But change the tactic there. Yeah, right into the corner, John. And maybe he might have seen, the, I didn't see the referee's hand go up. It was a foul, to be fair. The tracking player just clipped him on the hand and he kind of stopped briefly. Now they've brought Joseph O'Sullivan all the way back to take this one. Just to paint a picture. It's on his own 65, okay? The breeze is behind him. He's gained a few yards. Be interested to see how this goes now, having missed the last two. 13 to 1 8, and, and the law of averages having missed two handy ones, he'll probably rifle this one between the posts because he's a superb free taker. Here we go, right hand side of the half back line. Slitterman's on his way towards the Black Rock goal. It's dropping, it's dropping, it's dropping, it's between the posts. Fantastic point by Joseph Sullivan. Well, if you miss two handy ones, that's the way to get your reputation back in order. He's been excellent today. 
That means eight of the 14 points that Belly Giblin have scored have come from the stick of their centre forward. They lead by 14 points to one goal and eight. On the darkness, guys, here on Porky Creeve, just as I say that, the lights come on. The referee has penalised the track and right half forward for Stips, I think, at the far side. And that's going to be a free, and Joseph O'Sullivan might feel like what he did once he might be able to do a second time in potent couple of moments here. Now, we had Ronan Walsh's free, which was a difficult one in the 48th minute. Then we had that long one from Joseph O'Sullivan, which he converted. And here's another one. If this one goes over the bar, suddenly that bit of daylight is going again. 14 to 1 8, and literally the daylight is going here. And maybe is the game just drifting a little bit from track, and we wonder. You'd imagine 15 against 14 with a bit of a wind out there and that that it should tell coming down the home straight. O'Sullivan from the left-hand side of midfield, six metres in from the river side of the field. This time he sends it right and wide, so that's three wides and one point for him from place balls in the second half, but he did get an excellent point from play as well. 14 to 1-8, Tracton still very much in this contest, still on the coattails of the opponents but found the puck out great play by James Mullins who went up and brought the ball down but couldn't manage to execute the clearance Shane Beston wins it for Bally Giblin trying to bustle his way through but he took too many steps as the referee uh, Willie Wallace and that's going to be a free for Tracton still a long ways out though just inside their own half the field so a lot of hitting in this I think Shane or uh, Ronan Walsh wants to try and go for it again wants to try and land it between the posts Tracton lost in 2010 as we said to Bally Martin in the final they also lost to the likes of can talk and Newcastle and y'all who all went on to win the championship so they were very much there or thereabouts for a good few years in the Premier Intermediate Championship Ronan Walsh sends this one in but he too has missed the target it's right and wide in the second half probably Finbar has been more about misses than actually points maybe in the second half yeah they both no that was a very difficult free John considering how far out he was and against the wind this, what Tracton need they probably need a goal to get back into this match but they certainly can't afford to be missing frees even though they're a long way could you just think that there's more there's more of a threat in, in Bally Giblin's side Roy Sinclair's loose hand pass could be fin could be punished it is by Carlo Manny at the far side Roy Sinclair tried to pass the ball inside to Daniel O'Flaherty but it was misjudged there was too much height in it the ball the play broke down and Carlo Manny stepped out to get his third point of the second half here and suddenly it's 15 points to one goal and eight and the Manan bridge team looking for a bit of an inspiration from somewhere they at least have won a free in the middle of the field there it is John Good I think who's been wrestled to the ground we're going to have another free here another change here on the track and team is Derek Kidney who's coming on he'll be on in time for this free and it's Mark Bond I think number 12 looks like the figure is heading towards this near side of the field so Derek Kidney was named to start didn't start Conor McGinnis started instead but now Kidney is on and off comes the wing forward and Tracton have this free and the duty is back now with the right half forward David Bond after a few misses by Ronan Walsh and Bond has landed just like the pattern in the first half when one or two job shot Bond took the mantle of responsibility he's landed it 15 to 193 between them quick puck out taken by Bally Giblin they're moving forward at pace here with James Mullen flick the ball over the head of the aforementioned Roy Sinclair and Roy Sinclair might be cautioned here by the referee he knew what he was doing he wanted to try and stop the opposite number four from making progress a clash of the two number fours beneath us the free is going in favour of the number four James Mullins uh, from Bally Giblin and I think Mullins is in the book with a yellow from early on and I think maybe Roy Sinclair might be in the book now with a yellow as well here the two number fours yeah the two number fours I mean Mullins picked his up one very early in the match and in fairness to him he's, he's avoided getting another one which would be fatal for him but that was a, a good uh, that was a right call by the referee yellow card another chance for O'Sullivan again it is one of the easier ones so he might miss it 15 to 1-9 three points between them 46 minutes gone on the contest here is the 
regular free tackle Joseph O'Sullivan inside the 65 by just two metres to the right hand side of the goalpost with the breeze at his back struck it right handed this time the cheers are already rising from the red and white faithful Benitez before the ball went over the bar before the flag was raised it is by my calculations point number nine for Joseph O'Sullivan 46 gone here it's uh, 16 points to one goal and nine a four point game Tracton needs to score next but Joseph O'Sullivan has got the ball from the puck out again gives it to Sean back to Joseph again minimum swing minimum room to swing the holly back as he goes from distance from halfway but this time it's left and wide it's his fourth wide of the second half so he's a he had a lot of efforts at 14 15 efforts on the target he's had in this game Graham Webb picks the ball up goes with the shot pass to the man that just came on Derek Kidney this is the track and left half back now a cross field pass towards the left hand side of midfield Shane Beston has been a big present battling with Conor McGuinness and the referee said the holler and the footballer fouled McGuinness they are again not a lot in this big strong president of, of number 12 though Shane Beston who plays midfield on the half forward line for Mitchellstone he's conceded the free and the change of free taking duties continues it's David Bond who has resumed so this is back to back ones for him difficult though on his own 65 meter line 13 in from the near sideline the Tracton man trying to get a score striking the ball right handed it's definitely got the drop shot it's heading to the 13 meter line it's flicked out of the fence who's going to get it there Beston was back trying to cover it Mark Keane is there picks uh, the cornerback James Mullins is there picks it up gave it to Mark Keane initially then gave it out the field to Ryan Donegan Donegan turned and swiftly sent it down the field to two danger men below take your pick between Carla Manny and Dara Flynn Flynn gets it oh a lovely jink around McGinnis the full back from a very awkward angle Dara Flynn from a very acute angle the point of the match oh it was real quality by Dara Flynn fantastic point you could take your pick Carla Manny is certainly at this stage on fine form and Darryl Flynn that was his best moment yeah and he's been very quiet up to that John he's been well held but that was a very good score and a great point and you just get the feeling now oh, looking at the scoreboard they're opening up a big gap significant enough I'd reckon that Tracton are going to be in bother to, to pull this one back Good moments here for Ballygiblin in the second half. 48 gone. They lead by 17 to 1 goal and 9. Tracton trying to respond at the other side, but Keane is there again, waltzing around and then just challenged as he came out of the fence there. And that's going to be a free out. It's a brilliant position to be in if you're Benitos here in the, on the uh, Ballygiblin bench, running the one and Dave Moher and Dave Norris and Killian Finn. You know you've won a county in the past. You know you've won a monster in the past. You know now at this stage you're in control of this match. You're a man up at this stage coming down the home straight. The free out is taken by Joseph O'Sullivan into the corner to Dara Flynn who's been policed there by Tom McGuinness out over the line is gone and that's going to be advantage it's going to be a puck out now the next track and change is on the way a credit to Frank Lynch and Dave Kidney and Shane Brick they are doing everything they can here Joseph Kingston number 19 is going to come into the fray to try and spark something in that inside forward line coming down into the last 10 minutes of this contest the time is ticking away from Tracton 17 to 1 goal and 9 at the moment and Joseph Kingston comes onto the team he's taking the place of Ronan Walsh there the experienced Ronan Walsh 50 minutes in a county final where's the ball going to go from the puck out Shane Beston wins it Beston inside gives it again to Keane who's running into trouble in the middle of the field and away come Bally Giblin well they don't because the tenacity of Joseph O'Sullivan gets the ball to Sean O'Sullivan and Sean O'Sullivan running out to the 45 metre line away on O'Sullivan it's opening up for Sean O'Sullivan heading towards the goal flicks it to Carlo Manny one flick inside this could be the match the goalkeeper came out but it's in it wasn't into the back of the net it is from Sean O'Sullivan it had gone behind the line before it was before it was cleared and Sean O'Sullivan has got a goal that could win a county championship again for Bally Giblin there was a late challenge down there after that happened the whole picture opened up as Sean O'Sullivan got the ball from 45 metres out, ran towards goal, laid it off to Carlo Manny. He tried to touch it in. 
The effort went towards goal, but one of the defenders, I think, got back and scooped it away, but Sean O'Sullivan cracked it in, and even though there was a second clearance, it was too late, it was behind the line, and that could be the match-winning goal at this stage here in Porky Creeve. The goal, I think, is going to be a low. It's not gone up on the scoreboard yet. It is 117-19 to at the moment. It's an eight-point game here, and certainly at this stage, Bally Giblin are looking good for another county championship. Back-to-back county championships is a trend we've seen in recent times with Liz Gould and Castle Matter, and Bally Giblin look like they want to continue that. Free out to track, and John Good taking it, driving it up inside, but there's nobody there. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. It's a bit lonely inside that inside forward line at the moment. And Belly Giblin in control of the contest. They've brought Sean O'Sullivan out around the middle of the field. He's enjoying himself. He got the goal, made the goal. He's gone for a point and he's just missed the target. One goal and 17 points to one goal and nine with nine minutes remaining in this contest. Ball in the middle of the field, tracking against the breeze and a man down. It's a big uphill task now for the underdogs in this final. In the middle of the field, Roy Sinclair, who's had a fine match, is bottled up a bit. Has a bit of assistance from Daniel Flaherty. He's definitely blocked down. Well done to a Flaherty again. Came in, won the ball back again. Gave it out the left wing here. Here's Conor McGinnis. McGinnis tried to keep the traffic going to Joseph Kingston. Kingston, though, the stop that shoot ran out over the sideline in a clash with Fionn Holly, and that's going to be a sideline here at this near side of the field for the men in red and white from Belly Giblin. There's a red and white team, Castle Marta, playing tomorrow. There was a red and white team last Sunday, lost to a green and red team. It looks like the pattern is probably going the other way at the moment. That's surely the match-winning goal, Fionn, a few moments ago. Yeah, I would think so, John. I mean, it was a bit of a gap opening up because Tracton was scoring that pretty free. Or, sorry, Belly Giblin, better spread the scorers. They've taken, ironically, Tracton have taken off Ronan Walsh, but that goal, fair play to the umpire. He was on hand straight away and immediately he pointed. So it was a good, Tracton would be disappointed, didn't clear it, but eight points, eight minutes to go, playing with the wind. It's hard to see any other outcome, but a Belly Giblin win. Yeah, it's interesting. We have an injury here and a stoppage in play for a moment. I was just uh, referring in the first half to the competitive nature of Division 3 of the Holling League. It's a group that has produced four county finalists. 
Kildovan Castlematter, also teams, of course, who con contesting county finals this season, and of course, uh, Belly Giblin and uh, Tracton also in that group as well. They met in the league earlier on. Belly Giblin won by 117 to 17 points, and a night, ironically, that Tracton were reduced to 14 men in the league as well in Manan Bridge. So history is repeating itself here, and like that night, they scored 117 that night. Belly Giblin have 117 tonight as well, so they'll be happy for good omens. You're missing none of the play because we have the Tracton Mad down. It could be, could be Joseph Kingston, I think, at this stage, just receiving attention. Just want to see his number. It is the substitute there. Just a roundup of the results from the Junior Football Championship. St. James's losing to Kilmory. Kilmory 2-10. St. James's 2-7. Cove beating Cullen by 1-5-5 points. Oran beating Kinsale by 3-9-1-9. And Butman defeating St. Michael's by 3-9-1-4. So we went to the last four at the Junior Football Championship after the divisional action. Here we went to the last seven minutes of the Premier Junior Championship. It's a great position for Bally Giblin. It is, John. And we're, we're just asked, being asked there now by the people be underneath us who will we pick the player of the match. So we'll have a, we'll have a bit of debate in the next few minutes. Yeah, it's hard to see Tracton come back. To be fair to them, they did respond well when Michael O'Sullivan was put off, but you just have to say, even from the off, Bally Gibbon looked to be that looked to be better. Their hurling was a bit sharper. Marquine was dominant. Joseph O'Sullivan, despite his misses, was scoring freely. And I mean, 1-9 in 54 minutes of hurling is not a great... Given the way it scores, I know it is, John, that's a poor enough return. But Bond gets the ball for Tracton, who are battling to the bitter end. Roy Sinclair running into midfield, pushes the ball away to the right to Joseph Kingston. Happily back on his feet there. He's been tracked all the way by Locke and Finn the cornerback one back by Shane Beston the left half forward back at left half back for a moment and sending the ball invitingly inside to Dara Flynn who is Tom McGuinness for company as well a bit of assistance coming in but again Carl a uh, very Smart play by Dara Flynn. Won the ball back after Tracton Man. Did this surrounded him. Ball is after breaking back out to Joseph O'Sullivan. And after Holly, he's landed in between the posts. He's in double figures. Joseph O'Sullivan, Dara Flynn dashing into the game late on. The ball spilt out there. A lovely bit of individual skill by Joseph O'Sullivan. Just took it under Holly and put it between the posts. And it is now one goal and 18 to one goal and nine. The margin is getting bigger and bigger here. There's another Tracton change. Mac Bourne, who actually came off, is coming back on. He's introduced himself very quickly to Ryan Dunnigan after being introduced and it is David O'Flaherty who's gone off so Bon for Flaherty is the change for the last five minutes plus stoppage time 118 Belly Giblin 1-9 to Tracton who as I said have battled gamely and bravely in this final but things just went against them. Their best moments came early on, I suppose, with that goal by Michael O'Sullivan. They finished the half well, despite being reduced to 14. But Belly Giblin have showed quality in the second half. And they've shown a maturity, I suppose, Finbar, that has come from their campaign last year in Corkin and Munster and all the way to the All-Ireland Final. Yeah, very much so, John. I mean, they said they were unlucky to lose to the All-Ireland Final. They were very good in the Munster campaign. And, you know, that experience has stood to them. They've... They've mixed hurling and football this year with Mitch Stone. The majority of them play football with Mitch Stone, but they've been very good in this campaign all through. And it's no mean achievement. We've seen it with other clubs, Castle Martyr and Father Nees getting to finals and trying to maintain the winning success. Momentum is a huge thing. And obviously, the fact that they were playing early in the year, they lost the final in January, I think it was, that they could, or maybe even, fair, not sure now, but you know, they, they, they were able to build themselves up, even though it was a long way for the championship, and they, they felt they had something to prove. And I suppose the fact that they're going to win this now it gives them a huge incentive to try and atone for what they what they didn't do last year so unluckily in Crow Park 
Finn was the man who was down injured while Finbar was reflecting there. You missed none of the action. We're just back in play. 56 gone. Nine points between them. Checked on the way towards goal. They're trying to get the ball out towards Joseph Kingston. Left half forward is stopped inside by Fionn Hulley in the Bally Giblin defence and gathered up back in defence there and tidied up very confidently by Barry Coffey. Back to the goalkeeper. Clears back out the field. Is loose though. Into the hand of Conor McGuinness. McGuinness from left half back goes for score and gets the name on the scoreboard. 118 to 110. The other thing about Bally Giblin, of course, they did not have Colin English during the course of the season. They didn't have Sean O'Sullivan the last day. They lost quite a few players for one reason or another. They were mixing and matching with Mitchellstone as well. They have a clear run now at this stage. They're in a good position. They're going to be bringing home the cup this evening. And the ball is headed already to the far side to Sean O'Sullivan. O'Sullivan towards goal inside to Darrell Flynn. Darrell Flynn, great save by the goalkeeper. Has it got over the line? It has at the second time of asking. Darrell Flynn has touched the ball home. The goalkeeper did well initially. Uh, Kieran Lyons, but his touch was only in the direction of Flynn. And he just had the simple task to touch the ball to the back of the net. They are jumping for joy. Benitez in the Bally Giblin bench. They are getting used to this. They are getting used to bringing home silverware. They are going to be bringing home the cup in memory of that great Newcastle club man. A sparkling piece of silver. Silverware will be heading to North Cork this evening. No question about it. As they lead by 218 to 110. John Good, who's played well. The Bally Giblin crowd, they don't know yet that he's man of the match, but I'm sure they're thinking he certainly is in line for it. A rosing reception for their star man today, Joseph O'Sullivan, with 11 points to his credit, but he's been good right from the very first whistle. Has tracked and defended maybe for one last time. Graham Webb striking the ball up the far side, up towards the right wing. It's kicked towards the ta- uh, kicked towards the sideline by a defender over there trying to keep the ball away with Fionn Hulley from the attacker from Trachton out over the sideline the rain coming down heavily now and it's going to be a defensive sideline that will do nicely for Barry Coffey and Barry Giblin inside the last 90 seconds of the contest and inside his own 45 metre line a joyous day a day of celebrations a day to recall everything that was so good about 2021 2022 might be heading in the same direction here this man was central to Sean O'Sullivan left the ball behind him as he tried to run through the Trachton defence and Graham Webb came back, robbed him, and was eventually fouled by Sullivan. Free out to the Manan Bridge outfit. Struck up the field quickly by Daniel O'Flaherty. Up towards the D at the far side. Went through the hand there of uh, Markeen inside, just running out with it. Is the cornerback, James Mullins. Lays the hand pass off to Barry Coffey. Or towards Carl O'Mani. O'Mani has acres of space in front of him. Ran forward to the 65 metre line. Right handed, struck it in. Is it good or bad? The umpires thought about it, but they're indicating it's a wide ball. It remains as it was, a nine-point game. 218 to 112. Ten seconds remaining in this contest. The referee has seen a free again, a foul from the puck out. There's going to be another Bally Giblin free. And that's the cue for them to give the fist pumps to one another in celebration. Dara Flynn is coming out to take this one. Of course, the free taker, Joseph Sullivan, is gone off now. But when you look at that forward line and you look at Flynn, you look at Joseph Sullivan, you look at Carla Mann, you look at Sean O'Sullivan... Look at Shane Best and Dean Barry who were substituted. Obviously, Colin English could be an option to them going down as well. Coming down into the Monster Club Championship and then the defence anchored there by Fionn Hulley and Mark Keane in the central positions. It's a very well-balanced outfit. There was a yellow card there for the attractant player for that latest infringement. This could be the last puck of the game. It's Dara Flynn to take it. Dara Flynn bending on his own 65-metre line, striking the ball towards the Blackrock goal and over the crossbar. 218 becomes 219. Two goals and 19 points to one goal and 12. That looks like it's the final score because that's the final whistle. And Belly Giblin do what they've got used to do. Running from the sideline to celebrate another day of celebration. 
is the top big part of silverware that's coming to their little club in the space of 12 months. The fairy tale goes on, Finbar, and momentum is a huge world in sport. And no doubt about John, clearly the better side from the off. To be fair to Tracton, they did, they battled away even when Michael O'Sullivan was sent off. He'll have serious regrets because he's given that club tremendous service, but the referee, to be fair, Willie Wallace had no option. No doubt about it. And the one thing I will say about this uh, Bally Goodwin team, John, as we said at the start, they have an opportunity now to retain the Munster title, which they haven't done and given Cork's record at that competition over the last number of years Cork are playing the Tipperary team champions in the semi-final if, or the quarter-final sorry if they could win that game they'd be well on the way I would say to retain the title given the strength of the, the other counties and that's no disrespect to them so really is a great opportunity for Ballygibbon to go one step further than they did last year but very very efficient performance tonight Mark Keane set the standard to start his distribution and his control of the ball was very good Joseph O'Sullivan the man of the match got some great scores Dara Flynn was quite enough but came into it I don't think it can be any argument the better team won it and we congratulate them but commiserate with Tracton they gave it to all but on the night no answer to a very good Ballygibbon team a day and I'm sure a night of celebration for Bally Giblin GA Club called all to all of them and as Finbar said the journey doesn't end here of course in three weeks time in a way journey to play the Tipperary champions Grange Morkler and then of course the chance if they win that of a, another Munster Championship semi-final and ultimately maybe a final great times for Bally Giblin GA Club now of course teams are also eyeing up silverware in the County Junior Football Championship the Bonsa Cools quarterfinals were played today and in case you didn't get the results earlier on Kilmurray defeated St. James's by 2.10 to 2.7 in Inneskeen. Cove in Moran Abbey, very low scoring game, but they're through having defeated Duhallow champions Cullen by 1-5 to 5 points. In Dunmanway, Oran defeated Kinsale by 3-9 to 1-9. And the final game in Granada, it was victory for Buttevant by 3-9 to 1-4 over St. Michael. So Buttevant, Oran, Cove and uh, Kilmurray, the last four in the County Junior A Football Championship. The Jimmy O'Mahony Memorial Cup will soon be in the hands of Belly Giblin and their captain, Fionn Hulley, as the Bonfires, I'm sure, are being readied in the Avenue Division to welcome home the new Premier Junior Champions. A historic final, a new cup, a new competition, and of course, all champions in many ways because it's back-to-back county successes for Belly Giblin. Join us tomorrow from uh, Porky Cree for the... Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. <laughs> 